do you find some people's energy is just really hard to be around? It's heavy, it's negative, and try as you might, you get affected by it. Or maybe there are places you go where you can just feel the frequency of the place and it's uh, yuck, and so you really don't want to be there. What we're exploring in today's podcast is how you can protect yourself from these negative energies, whether they come in the form of people or places or even things, because as we navigate life from our wholeness and the light that we are, we're going to come across them. And knowing how to respond, how to neutralize these energies, how to be more energetically resilient is a really powerful way to navigate and manifest life as your true self. So let's start exploring and being able to protect ourselves from the negative energies that might cross our paths. Welcome to today's podcast, I guess. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. (laughs) Good to be back again. Yeah, back again. (laughs) So this is such a fabulous topic because Mm. I know in the work that we do and the people we um, often do one-on-one sessions with, it's quite a common issue that they feel affected by the energies that are around them. And Mm. almost the more personal development work they do, the more awareness they develop, the more attuned they become to navigating life, bringing that energy component into it, the more difficult life gets. It's almost that, you know, ignorance ignorance is bliss. If you can't feel it, if you're not aware of it, then it's not going to affect you. Yeah, it's a really good point. Um, It's almost like when people begin to do this work it's that the physical pain gets taken over by the energetic pain then it sort of one replaces the other (laughs) yeah it can be and i think what we see happen is that it starts to restrict what's possible for Mm. people Mm. there they can't go places they can't be in situations uh they can't hang out with certain people because energetically it is just too difficult for them so we want to really um unpack this today and look at it from some perhaps different angles to how it's been thought about before because what we want to get to is a place of as well as being emotionally resilient in our lives being able to navigate the emotional ups and downs and come back to our center and our place of inner peace and knowing we also want to be able to be energetically resilient to be able to be in any situation at any time and manage ourselves within the negative energies that might be there and either stay in our centre of light or if we get kind of knocked off course a little bit Mm. to come back to it more simply and more easily. Yeah, it is a real key. I think that it's, it's something that we... Let me see the whole thing of negative energy is actually a really useful thing to have an awareness of because at one level it does protect you and you know it may be the thing I'm not actually going to walk down that dark alleyway or go down the into the basement you know when there's a scary movie on you never do that (laughs) right there's these negative energies and yet at another level it is where there's no choice at that point where 
where the negative energies just take you over or overwhelm you. And so your thinking doesn't allow you a choice because that is who you know yourself to be, somebody who gets completely affected by negative energy. Mm. And I think, you know, I love mm. that idea or the awareness of using our um, using the awareness and the sensitivity to negative energies in ways that work for us, as yes. you're saying, to, yeah. to yeah. feel the energy of a place and, and be able to say, that's not a match, that doesn't feel right, mm. maybe it even feels mm. dangerous, I'm not going to go there. And also being able to read the energy of a person Mm. And say this is not a person that I feel comfortable trusting. They're not someone I, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not yeah. going to invest my money with them, or I'm not going, to, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going yeah. to give them my heart or open myself mm. to them because mm. I can feel I have this awareness of another layer of information that's being shared. Because really, that's what energy is. The energy in the field around us or in people around us is information that's being shared, mm. and being able to be more neutral about it, seeing it just as data, as, um, as yeah, just as data and information means that we can be much more um, in control of how we respond and what we do mm. with it. Mm. So one of the distinctions we talk a lot about is the difference between being sensitive and being aware. Mm. And being sensitive to energy, which is often where people... Um, move to initially when they start to open up to this energetic reality that is um, around us as well, is the sensitivity is a restriction or a cage, it turns out to be. Because the sensitivity means you are being affected by it. It is, it is having an impact on you. It may in fact be controlling, it may be shaping, it may be um, distorting you or your energy or your sense of self or your thinking in some way. In contrast, we like to think about rather than being sensitive to energy, to being aware of yeah. energy. Mm. And you can really feel the difference in those two descriptions, sensitive to or aware of. When we're aware of, there is a distance that we have intentionally created between us and the energy that we are looking at or even feeling mm. to me when I think I'm a, if I'm aware of an energy that I'm feeling being aware of it still creates a degree of separation which is useful for me to be able to not get caught up in it or consumed by yeah it. it is it is giving you a choice at that point you know the awareness is creating a space a space in your thinking a space in your being so that you can then decide, okay, do I, do I stay? Do I do something about it? Do I get affected by it? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Mm. So the two parts to this exploration, and, and we will, before we finish today, give you a great tool um, to build your emotional and energetic resilience. And the link to be able to download that will be in the show notes. But the two parts is, first of all, we want to be aware of what we're experiencing and who we are in the experience mm. and from that place then become curious about that so that we can create a plan we can we can respond to rather than react to the situation that we find ourselves in now one of the things we uh, we this will apply as well to if you find yourself in a situation where the negative energies you're feeling are coming from another realm 
So it might be um, energy from people that have passed. It might be energy of traumatic experiences that have or events that have happened in a particular place. Mm. And we're not dire- directing that directly, specifically today, because that's less common for most of us. We're, what we're sharing will be relevant for that. And for most of us, the way we are affected and we need to protect and manage ourselves in the space of negative energy is in our day-to-day, mm. in the people that we meet, in the, the just general build-up of the energy or frequency or the vibration of a place, you know, somewhere that you just has that has bad vibes. <laughs> it might just be because that's the people who are in it at the moment, or maybe it is a cumulative effect. But we're much more interested in navigating life that is our day-to-day, really, mm, than the mm. odd experiences that most of us would have with those other kind of negative energies. And, as I said, what we're going to share with you today can also be applied in that context. So the first thing is the uh, is the awareness, you know, just really noticing what it is that is triggering you to feel uncomfortable or how does that information communicate or that energy communicate itself to you and I know we're watching a very funny English comedy series at the moment and there's a character in it and she is super (laughs) negative (laughs) she's very judgmental of everyone she's mean to people she's terrible only really interested in status and other people mm. knowing how good she is and what she's done and what she can do and who she knows and all of that kind of stuff. She's she's kind of a very um, low vibration person, if I was going to get judgmental about it. That's mm. the way the character is portrayed. And what I notice as I'm watching that, I become aware of being affected by it, by being annoyed at her, by, by reacting in some way. And... To me, that is really such a key. Now, I know I'm meant to because that's the um, that's the character. That's part of the whole ensemble. Mm. I'm meant to have that reaction, and I'm always curious when it happens. So, one of the first things you can do if you notice that you're reacting to people who you find are negative or bring you down or just make you feel yuck, the first thing I always do is. My technique of making generous assumptions. (laughs) Now, generous assumptions, when you're dealing with people, is the idea that you look for the underlying generous, kind reason that might be motivating their behavior. So for this particular character, when I notice I'm getting... um, brought down by her and wishing she'd not be in the scene, I make the generous assumption, which I know from the story, but that she's doing this because in the storyline she's recently divorced, she um, has lost everything, all of her status, all of her money, all of the things that made her feel valuable and worthwhile, she's lost them. And so she's grappling and, and desperately trying to regain her sense of worthiness. So when I see that and feel that and recognize it, what that does for me is it takes the sting and the heaviness out of her energy. 
and therefore I'm not as affected by it. Mm. In fact, I'm not affected by it at all. I can actually go back to just enjoying it and, and seeing yeah, it as laugh, that funny yeah. um, part of the story. Usually when we meet people that bring us down, that have negativity, that are always critical, that always focus on what's wrong and all, you know, all those kind of the, the doomsdayers or the, the negative Nellies, I like to make a generous assumption about them. Why are they being like that? Now, it might be that they are just not a very nice person and there'll be something underneath their behaviour, a discomfort, a pain, a sadness in them that is triggering them to behave in that way. Their pain is being expressed through their behaviour. So when I see that and I can then feel who they truly are, the self in them that isn't being negative, it creates a space and a distance for me and then I find I'm not as affected by it. Mm -hmm. It may not be that I choose to hang around with them. I still have that choice to be with them or not, but the effect on me shifts. Yeah, I remember uh, it does remind me of a story of someone and basically if you said black, they would say, no, it's white. And that regardless of what you said, they would then share the opposite. And so I could have in that space become really judgmental of that person and just go, well, there's just no point having a conversation. Or actually what I did it was that um, I became curious and inside myself I made a bit of a game with it. And I thought, is there a way that if they say black, if, if I say black and they say white, that I could, is there a way that we could get to grey? <laughs> <laughs> and so I would try all these different ways to get to this particular place. But I used my curiosity and awareness of their identity and what their identity was, and then use my curiosity, is there a way that I can play with this? And... To an extent there was, and then there came a point when, okay, the game's over, I don't need to play anymore. <laughs> it's not that much fun after it's all. It's not that much fun <laughs> after all. But it gave me a choice. Rather than being completely consumed by, there's just no possibility at all of a conversation, to actually it becoming a little bit of a game, and to use my awareness and curiosity just to play and see... Is there another possibility for this person? Mm. And then when there was too much, I said, okay, that'll mm. do. And I think, you know, reflecting on, um, <clears throat> I know because we've talked about this situation before, and I think with that particular person, they were doing that in a way because, again, they were needing to feel good about themselves yes, by yes, that's being right, right or mm. by knowing mm. something or showing them that they knew something that you didn't. <laughs> and so, again, the generous assumption about, you know, what, what's their motivation? Yeah, yeah. It allowed yeah, you, and yeah. then you were able to not be affected by it and make it mm. into a game. Mm. So mm. that awareness and the curiosity about why, mm. why are you being affected? Mm. Why does it matter to you? Because if you think about... It comes back to, which we talk about a lot in this space, the, our, our knowing of self, of us staying in the knowing of us as our true self, as our light, rather than as our taught self, which might have these fears and doubts and restrictions. Mm. So if you're dealing with someone who is really negative and you notice you are getting 
um, sucked into that or affected by it or brought down by it, chances are it's because you're in your taught self that is reacting and being affected. Your true self, who you truly are, the light that you are, won't be affected by it. You'll notice what's happening. You'll be aware of it. It's like you'll be able to see or feel the heat from a fire, <laughs> but you're not in the fire. Mm, mm. So being aware of the other person's motivation, making some generous assumptions to allow you to come back to a place of compassion and understanding for them, and also then noticing who are you being mm. in the situation. Mm. What's your part in the reaction that is being uh, that you're experiencing because we may not have any ability to change the other person and as you're saying you know your yeah. game with them didn't change how they no. were responding no. and we always have 100% control over who we're being in any interaction yeah that's right yeah. and that means whether we stay or do we remove ourselves yeah as yeah. well yeah so being really curious about that is so important because it gives us that opening to be able to create change we're being aware and we're navigating and that's what energetic resilience is and emotional resilience it's allowing us to maybe find ourselves um, caught in the situation drawn into it but very quickly and easily being able to come back to the wholeness the light the worthiness the sense mm. of mm. of um, peace that is who we choose to be. So the tool that we want to share with you, which, it, which expands on this even more, is a powerful technique that we've been sharing for over a decade now. And it allows us to practice navigating in these situations until it becomes automatic. And it's called the circle of three. And the circle of three is awareness, acceptance, and compassion. So as we've been talking about, awareness is noticing your response, who you're, how you're feeling, what you're saying to yourself in the situation, in response to the energy. Because without awareness, you are consumed. <laughs> you have no choices. You're not able to navigate and move. So the awareness is that opening space which allows us the curiosity, which we've also yep. been speaking of. It allows us to be more flexible, more open, to be less attached, to create energetic and mental distance in yes. a way mm. between what's happening and how we're feeling. Mm. And that openness that comes with the curiosity makes it so much easier for us to shift to a place of acceptance. Now, acceptance doesn't mean if someone is... Um, behaving really inappropriately we don't go oh that's fine you know I can accept you to do what you want but we accept that it just is what is in that moment that they're being who they think they are they're being the version of themselves that they are choosing in that moment and we are too really you know if we're being affected by it we just accept that oh okay that press some buttons and the acceptance is so powerful because acceptance gives us the strength to make different choices or to make a choice yes and then we are able to choose from a place of awareness from our wholeness from our worthiness from our true self to respond rather than getting caught up in the situation 
we're able to make choices based on compassion for ourselves and also compassion and understanding for the other person. Mm. I think that the power of choice, it has such huge ramifications because as soon as you give yourself permission for choice, you're giving yourself permission to not be overwhelmed, to not to become that experience you're you're taking us you're 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 allowing that choice to create a space as i was saying before between you and the experience and as soon as you begin to do that for yourself you're separating yourself from the experience from the event that's occurring and in that separation it allows you space and you can then see it completely differently mm. because if you're being overwhelmed by anything, then your thinking and your mind are being shut down. Your emotions are overwhelming you. There's no choice in that space. So this really allows you choice, not only to see this you that is experiencing it, but what is actually happening. Mm. Actually, that's a lovely distinction because it does allow us to see differently. And it's that difference between seeing a situation through the eyes of our true self mm. from that place of curiosity, mm. from non-attachment, from not being affected by it, mm. or to look through the eyes of our taught self, which is past focus, which remembers previous situations that were similar, the pain, that all of the, the taught self restrictions. Mm. So, yeah, see, the eyes that we look at, at the situation through yes, are, yes. A, are a lovely way to think of this as well. And when we come to that space of that compassion, that third mm. step of compassion for ourselves in the experience, compassion for the other person in their experience and in their reality as well, we give ourselves the gift of peace. Mm. We give ourselves that feeling of ah, that <laughs> exhalation to go, it's okay, I'm okay. We don't have to resist it. We don't have to be affected by it. We're no longer at the um, we're no longer the prey of the negative feeling or the negative energy. We mm. are in our own sovereignty, in our own standing, in our light and our wholeness and our knowing of self. And so we can then move gently back into the place of flow, ease, and experiencing, choosing to experience our life as our light. Mm, mm. So the three steps of the circle of three, awareness, acceptance, and compassion with these other sub pieces of curiosity, the choices and the peace are such a powerful process. And the more that you play with this, and I'd really encourage you to download this from our website so you can see it laid out and in more detail, because the more that you play with it, what happens is the default, you, all you need to do is be aware. The awareness piece because this is a frequency process, all of the other steps are actually, in terms of the frequency, embedded in that first awareness and curiosity step. Mm. And so all you need is awareness and curiosity mm. to shift and change. It's such a... It's, it's, again, I just love this, really, because it's such a great point. It's, it's almost the spot of, you know, when you get affected by an emotion and your thinking is the emotion... But the physical gets affected by it, just the same as, say, when you're blushing and your cheeks go red or, or you feel rather hot internally. Yeah. Now, you know, it's a thought that was created, but it's affecting mm. you physically. And it is the same 
when, if there's no awareness, acceptance and compassion, where negative energies begin to affect you physically. And I'm sure many of you mm. have felt and experienced that before. And, and if you allow that to continue, then the possibility is physical effects in your body. Now, when you begin to have an awareness and an acceptance and compassion for this, you can begin to change those effects. You can get to the point of where it no longer affects you. And that way you're taking back, I suppose you could say control hmm. of you in that environment. You're then deciding what your environment will be rather than the environment deciding how it will affect you in it. Mm, that's mm. a great piece. And it's, you know, it brings into play the universal law of energy reflecting energy. Yeah. Because if we live our lives, as you're saying, in that reactive state, in always being affected by negative energies, other people's energy, then that is that is an energy that is part of our knowing of self, part of our identity. And so, mm. funnily enough, we'll keep unintentionally creating experiences and people in our lives that fulfill that energetic expectation. Mm. You know, energy reflecting energy is the, is, it's thinking of energy as an echo. If we're, if we're sending out an energy, it's going to be echoed back to us and through the people and the situations that we experience. But when we shift and become more energetically resilient and able to not fall into those negative energy spaces, not to be affected by them, then that becomes our energy, our knowing of self, our identity. And so we project that out into the world. Mm. And guess what? We have clear, light-filled energy mm. reflected back to us. So it's so powerful when we come back to this knowing of who we are in any experiencing any experience and Really, one of the things I always come back to is, as much as I can, I try to take 100% responsibility for any interaction I'm having. Mm. So even mm. if it is a negative energy or, or personal situation, I take 100% responsibility because... I'm responding to it, and that is 100% my, mm. my, my bad, if you mm. like. Mm. So it allows me to take responsibility and change the only thing I can change, which is my knowing of self and my energy and my response to the situation. So play with this. Get really curious about negative situations, negative energies, bad vibes that you encounter or have encountered in the past, and play with these new awarenesses around them. And what we're going to talk about in our uh, next episode, which relates to this, is the importance and the power of setting self-love boundaries, of having clear boundaries but around what we do and don't accept mm. in our lives, both in terms of 3D circumstances, people, their behaviours, their actions, their words, and also the self-love boundary around the energy that we are prepared to allow into our experiences. So we'll be following up and expanding on this even more in the next conversation with self-love boundaries. Mm. So in the meantime, stay very curious about <laughs> how you feel you might be being affected by other people's energies, by the energy of places or things, situations, memories, and use this powerful process. Download it from the show notes and enjoy living life 
more simply and more clearly from a place of the centered knowing and the light that you are so that you can manifest the life that you're always meant to live. So thanks for joining us and we look forward to being with you next time. See you everyone. Thank you. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.